Hey guys, my name is Urja Sinani and I'm a final year engineering student from Bangalore. And apart from that, I also like reading books. And while I read books, I make notes uh, while reading the book. And once I'm done reading the book, I like to have discussions with myself. And uh, yeah, and uh, I thought I'll record these discussions from now onwards. So today I'm going to be talking about uh, Love is Letting Go of Fear, uh, which is a classic written by Gerald G. Jempolesky. Uh, I don't know if I've pronounced it right. So how I go about this is I may read the notes that I have made and then I sort of discuss about it in my what I feel about it and it's very raw. I've not written a speech or anything. It's just uh, what I feel it at this moment. Um, yeah, so let's start. So the first point here in the first chapter itself, he says, Fear always distorts our perception and confuses us to what is going on. Love is a total absence of fear. Love asks no questions. Its natural state is one of extension and expansion, not comparison and measurement. Love is then a really everything that is of value and fear can offer us nothing because it is nothing. So basically what I understood is we don't want to live a life of fear and when we when we compare ourselves with other people when we measure our success with other people's success when we are jealous when we get angry when we get irritated that's when we are practicing fear we are fearful of something and we are reacting to that fear and uh, this all i think this entire book is just about the fact that we must embrace love where there is total absence of fear and uh, yeah that's that's exactly what he says in this one okay he also says something about the past we are never really seeing or hearing it as it is we are seeing fragments of the present through a ton of distorted old memories that we layer over it this i have a very personal experience with this what he's trying to say is everything that we perceive is actually not true like we cannot say that's exactly the truth what we perceive is because of the past our past experiences how we perceive the world is is has a complete correlation to your past and how you the 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 small memories of your past how you were treated by people in the past how how what are the circumstances that happened to you in the past see as if if let's say you when you were a child everyone told you you're great and you had people supporting you rooting for your success uh, you were uh, you have and then you were academically good and you were you had hobbies and talents and you were good at all of them uh, you were good with your peers then obviously right now in your present your outlook to life would be very positive you would be very confident with everything you would have a lot of friends you'll have um, you know uh, you'll be confident in everything you do and you whenever you start a new thing you will take it like yeah i can do this it's, this is simple but if in your childhood you've sort of struggled and maybe you have not got the right amount of response from people um yeah and then your outlook presently can be as you're very hesitant to try new things you might not be good with your peers uh you might uh, not have the right amount of confidence to pursue something new and also you start looking at life at a certain way you always look at life um you will you'll start looking as life as um things are happening to you and you have no control over them you'll feel helpless and this is just your perception because of the past you know that's what he says he says we are just seeing fragments of the present through tons of distorted old memories that we layer over it 
oh my god this is really um powerful stuff okay the next point at times it feels more important for us to predict that we are going to be miserable the next moment then find pleasure in being right then to have true happiness in the present moment this can be looked upon as an insane way to trying to protect ourselves it produces a short circuit that confuses pleasure and pain this happens to people with a very um, fixed mindset people who who see only dark side of things i don't know how can you explain these kind of people but it's true there are people who think look at only the dark side of things and people sort of perceive that um, life is always going to be negative it's it's always going to be bad and uh, it's will not improve like you they feel like they cannot they do not have the power to change their lives um and what they do is they they'll be like okay tomorrow is going to be a bad day and then it is a bad day because you thought about it and then they they're happy in that like oh let's just make peace with the fact that every day is going to look the same and ha- i'm never going to be satisfied or uh, you know happy with my day and then you you sort of you become comfortable in your pain and that confuses the entire brain about what is pleasure and what is pain and sometimes it goes to f- to this extent where you forget what your actual what actually makes you happy you you're you're so you feel like that life that you're living right now the life of pain life of just no pleasure you think that that is life and then you forget what actually makes you happy this happens to a lot of people in as they go through life they forget what they're happy like as children you must have thought of something that you know this is if i achieve this then i will be happy but then when you're adults you totally forget about it you don't remember wha- what was that thing that made you happy so like a few if i had to go a few years back i thought few like four years ago if i had to say i i made a list of things that would make me happy and now four years later i mean i have never i've never got clo- close to that list in fact my list completely has changed and it is actually kind of less than what the original list was it's it's if i had example like <laughs> i let's say for before like 4 years ago i dre- dreamt of buying 10 oranges um now i can afford <laughs> two oranges and i'm making dreams of earning like three oranges so originally my plan was to buy 10 oranges after my you know my university but then i've sort of made peace with the fact that i'm never going to get more than five oranges and right now i can afford three so i'm also dissatisfied but i've also like there's this thing okay now let's just get five and be happy with life let's just we have three oranges let's earn two more oranges and be happy with it and i don't even remember why i wanted the 10 oranges in the first place you know i'm i'm like i mean obviously oranges is not <laughs> was not my ultimate goal <laughs> but yeah i mean i had very 10x goals um few years ago um right now they're the reality is um, very far from the goals and i've made peace with it and this is this is you know this is where uh, i can say if i have to self examine myself i'm acting at as a place from a place of fear i'm acting i'm, I'm acting in place of fear where i'm sort of settling for the life that it's whatever is hap- given it's not bad three oranges is not bad but uh, we'll see we'll see and i've also sort of convinced myself that three oranges is not bad for me 
i i convinced like oh i'm not hungry enough i i don't have those i don't have those needs anymore i don't need 10 oranges i don't see the point in having 10 oranges uh, i but then when someone else gets 10 oranges i'm like fuck i also want 10 oranges so you know it's there's jealousy there is low self esteem there is all these bad negative qualities and um, i guess this book has come to me at the right time i really needed to read this book i guess okay next point in making practical applications of the material covered in this book to everyday solution it will be very helpful to keep the following underlying themes in mind cool see i like books with pointers so much easier to grasp peace of mind is a single goal yeah forgiveness is our single function and the way to achieve our goals of peace of mind forgiveness is our single function forgiving ourselves forgiving other people whatever behaviors they had towards you they might not have like put a gun to your head or something but something someone would have said many many years ago and it still like replays in your mind you need to forgive all that you need to forgive yourself you need to forgive acquaintances you need to make peace with the fact that i guess you reacted whatever happened you reacted the way you could have and you should just be like that's the best i could have reacted but now i'm not going to do the same mistake over again um yeah through forgiveness we can learn not to judge others and also see everyone including ourselves as guiltless when we forgive i don't really get this point through forgiveness we can learn a lo- learn not to judge others hmm like i know judging others is bad but when we forgive ourselves it's sort of like we're accepting the fact that we're flawed human beings we are not perfect and when we see another not perfect human being we will not judge that other human being but we'll we'll show we'll have empathy and we will show love towards other human being that's exa- i think that's what the author is trying to say is when you forgive yourself for all the flaws you have for being an egoistical lazy <laughs> person that you are you forgive yourself for that then when you see someone else with ego when you see someone else who's lazy you you don't judge that person because you have forgiven yourself for that thing this very same thing that you know i guess it makes sense if if i accept the fact that maybe i come from a place of fear and i come i have a lot of ego and again whatever bad qualities if i accept my bad qualities i forgive myself of the bla- bad qualities but then and then i will accept the other person as well but then there's also thing like fine i accept my bad qualities and i forgive myself for being a weird person that i was but then question is how do i do that i hope i i, I hope that this book answers this okay we can let go of fear when we stop judging and stop pre- projecting the past into the future and live only in the now this one sentence has so much meaning in it it ha- we can be this could be broken down into three points so the first one is we can let go of fear this is something that we can let go when we stop judging yeah for sure we shouldn't judge you know when we say stuff like how this person has x quality or quantity whatever has as this x factor and why don't i have this x factor even though i'm better than them that sentence shouldn't be there comparison shouldn't be there you should compare with yourself like i guess um 
i i think i didn't quite understand this point properly uh we can let go of fear when we stop judging and stop projecting the past in the future in the past one of the bad habits that i had was that i don't complete things i start something let's say i started a course okay i would do it for a couple of days because you know there's this the the graph the it starts off like you go on top 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 and then it, there's a dip that happens like it goes to the negative side of the graph and it stays there for a couple of days and then you i sort of left after that i left after the dip so yeah i mean so i've been doing this uh, my entire childhood and you know college life and everything so right now i'm under the impression that uh, well if i start something it's it's going to be very hard for me to complete it because i've never i mean there are no examples of me completing things this also this is also why i've taken book reading as a habit because i love reading books and i i always start a book and i complete it so it's sort of telling my brain ki okay there here are some examples of things that you've started and you've completed so i'm trying to change my mindset as well by completing the things that i've started and it it's really hard it's so easy to just give up and walk away and just say man i'm not so good for this uh, i'm i mean i don't have the skills to do this but um, but nowadays i've started i've you know made this goal if i've started something i will finish it so i mean this is how i'm changing myself i'm not allowing the past to project my future um so i completely relate with this and live only in the now this i this is mindfulness actually and i tried this one day while uh, while i was reading this book only so one day i just forgot who i was and i i i stopped thinking about the future i didn't think about the future i didn't really do anything and um, honestly i didn't do anything that day <laughs> there was there was <laughs> i just couldn't function i couldn't function because either i'm always in the past thinking about oh this this is how i was and now it's going to be this way i guess and I, or i was in the future like this is what i want to be this is person who i want to be if i when t- like 6 months later i will do this and i will do that and i will make plans and but when i'm told to be in the f- present think about what i'm going to do now concentrate now on whatever i'm doing it was very hard for me to exist it's a very different difficult practice to it's like being on being giving 100% attention to everything like i remember i was just sitting and you know the whole idea of mindfulness is you sit and you think okay um how am i feeling right now uh, wh- uh, what are the things do i notice uh do i feel good about this thing do i feel bad about this thing whatever like if i'm talking to a person and if i'm being mindful about it i'm i have to think like okay so this person is maybe i should ask a question about what the other person likes ask about the person's day um how how and then when the person says something i ask myself oh so urja tell me how do you feel about this whatever this person has tell you told you so yeah mindfulness is really hard i would definitely want to read a book about mindfulness um yeah i want to understand how to be mindful how to be in the present so i i get what he's saying cuz i did it for one day it was weird just as just as accessing that part of my brain that i've never accessed before asking myself the right questions about what i'm feeling right now when this situation is happening how do i feel when that situation happens what am i feeling um yeah and even when i'm and when i was getting irritated i would guide myself through the emotions i would i would force myself to look at it in a positive way for example on sundays we clean the house and i get so irritated on sundays because i've already cleaned the house during the week 
i always do that but then on sundays i have to clean it a little bit more and i don't understand why what's so special about sundays but anyways and i get so irritated because i would have cleaned the house on a friday and i don't see the point of doing it on a sunday again um so i get so irritated and then i that on that sunday i decided to be mindful and i tried to shift the shift my thinking i was like okay why are my family members telling me to clean the house does this person become happy when i clean the house what what satisfaction is this person getting like i asked myself questions like um, how am i feeling when this person says something uh, some of one of my family members insulted me how did I, how did i feel about that and then now will do i hate that person for saying such things and the answer is no i mean of course i don't hate that person for saying certain thing because that person was in anger so when that person says something i i obviously i don't hate them person right maybe in the moment i'm not happy with the way they said something but then i don't hate in the long term i don't hate that person so then what's the point of keeping that uh, grudge against the person if you don't hate that person and you know you love that person then what's the point of keeping the grudge why are you getting irritated for such a small thing because and these questions i kept asking this is like being on like at a tip of your toe you have to be so alert while being mindful you have to keep asking questions keep asking the weird questions keep if it's a negative position uh, negative situation shift your mind look at some it at a very different level like when i was cleaning the house that sunday i remember thinking okay this is a skill now i am learning a new skill i am learning how to clean the dishes properly i am learning how to sweep the floor this is a good this is a good skill to have you know i'm learning how to clean the house you know um why not why, i mean when i grow up and move out of the house i'll i'll definitely be have to do this in the future so i started looking at it as a way of just like telling myself well i'm preparing myself for a better future you know where i don't have to struggle to learn to clean maybe later in life instead of being irritated and angry for the fact that i wanted to sleep on a sunday and these people are making me clean the house so yeah i mean i i i understand this i did it for one day and i felt good but then i stopped doing it the other day because i was i just you know life just goes on so i i understand this and i want to do this uh, i love this i love mindfulness um it's very hard it's very hard to be on your toes all the time very hard to not give up control you know not letting emotion being thinking practically not letting emotions rule over you not this very hard so i and when we let our emotions these small emotions override our decision th- decision making um that that is where we are acting in a place of fear and not love so i get it okay let's move to the next point after our inner voice gives us direction it will also provide the means of whatever is necessary i guess this is very simple like if you define your goals very clearly um and then you'll know like if you let's say you want to go from point a to point b like koramangala to sharjapur right and you you decide like okay i'm going to take this number bus and then i'm going to get down in this bus station and then i'll take another bus so when you when you very you've defined it so well you're going to reach to you know sharjapur so yeah i think once you've defined your goals really well i get it but this defining of goals extremely well is very hard because the thing about life is it keeps changing priorities keep changing new factors are thrown into the thing new things are new situations new really a uh, new th- new emotions new thoughts new things come in the way that it's so hard to you know be on the right track but that's where the inner voice comes when when you're so sure of your goals then the inner voice gives us directions and it will provide us with the means for accomplishing whatever is necessary you know when i say these words a part of me 
really wants to believe everything this person has written in the book or any other author has ever written in a book but then there's an also a part of me that says well there is no real life example of it in my real life i've not seen this happen so what is the possibility that it might happen later on so this is internal battle that happens with me is how much should i believe the author and how much should i you know there's this thing like can i blindly believe the author because i don't have examples of the things that he's talking about but i get it i understand this i know that these thoughts are good they are positive and they might help me think in a certain way maybe and change my mindset from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset um maybe change the way i perceive things so that i don't look at things in a very negative way uh i look at look at the challenges that come my way as not i don't submit to the challenges i i push forward and i when i start something i finish things these things i hope the reason why i read books is that that it just some some books some words some sentence just shifts my way of thinking and that's the hope i read books because i have hope you know it's a very small part of my body my mind that has this hope most part of it is just judging myself it's so cringy to read books it's so cringy to read non fiction books but i i love having conversations with myself i want to see where this could go so this book reading and learning and reflection where would it go is it useful or not i i guess I, we can only tell in a 10 year span or a 5 year span so that's why i read books okay in the following ones in a guidance it is frequently necessary to make a commitment to a specific goal even when the means of achieving it are not immediately present mhm that this is a reversal to customary logic of the world that can be thought of as putting the cart before the horse so here's the thing i mean i've already expla- explained this that there has to be a goal and then there has to be the inner voice that's guiding you and here the author is trying to say that just have a goal it should be very specific i have um what can i say i have a drawing uh, i have a vision board i have a vision board that uh, sort of has the pictures of things that i want so i ha- i know what i mean i yeah i'm very sure of what i want i can really envision it and then i think about it every day honestly and i'm 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 curious to see if me thinking about it and really thinking about it all the time um will have anything will will my mind shift in that direction they say that i've read it in a lot of books that you keep thinking about it somehow your mind shifts your mind attracts it so we'll just have to see and if it happens i'll let you know okay we do not have a choice in determining what we perceive and the feelings we experience or oh, we do have a choice <laughs> in determining what we perceive and the things we experience Mm. We have a choice in determining what we perceive. Yeah, I mean like I said the Sunday cleaning thing. I used to perceive it as a very you know Sundays were horrible because I had to clean the house. But now I'm sort of looking at it as a way of well I'm getting trained to be uh, independent in the future. I don't have to depend on anyone to clean the house, right? So yeah, and feelings we have to experience Yeah, I mean when someone insults me at home I don't hate them anymore. I I might have negative feelings at that time. I might say some bad words in the mind for them. I might might even imagine them dead for a few seconds. But then immediately I have this thing like wait, end of the day I love them and I cannot hate them. So there's no point in carrying this small negative feeling in your mind. Just forget, forget it. It's okay. 
and i'm fine after that i've learned this through trial and error i've learned not to keep grudges for a very long time hmm and i'm trying to not even have those millisecond of thoughts also i'm trying not to react to things okay many of us many of our attempts to correct others even when we believe we are offering constructive criticism are really attempts to attack them by demonstrating their wrongness and our rightness that's so true yeah when we say someone is wrong we are in, we are in in a way we are saying we are right you know this this thing i do at home i always say oh minimalism is the best way is the only way to live live life and i always criticize why do we have so many possessions what's the point of these possessions you know and uh, and i and in a way i'm trying to say that the way i live i choose to live is is better than the way i'm better than you because i think a certain way who who gave me the right to think that minimalism is the best way of life you know <laughs> this is just an example but then there are so many ways where i've noticed when i say you are right i mean i'm right and you're wrong um yeah i get it i i understand yeah it may be helpful to examine our motivations my motive when i say stuff like this when i say the when i look at someone i say the way you are living life is wrong right i am my motivation is sort of to increase my self esteem in a way i am trying to increase my self esteem by saying i am right to myself and I, when i'm i'm smug about it also i'm i'm like ha huh, you have so many possessions what's the point you know i say stuff like that a lot and i've seen this i my why i do this is if i'm being extremely honest is um, my mind my ego i can say is trying to sort of lift um myself my self esteem because whenever i see some some f- like i wouldn't say fault but i have some quality and the other person in front of me does not have that quality doesn't do the same things that i do and do then myself is and i uh, and i'm very proud that i'm a minimalist okay i have very few possessions i don't shop that much i don't waste money and i'm very financially educated than most of my peers so i when i look at people making bad money choices or when i look at people buying things that they don't need like the latest smartphone the fitbit and what not i'm i'm like oh i i i walk up to them and go like oh i don't buy these things i don't believe in buying these things in a way i'm trying to tell them that um i'll tell you what's going on in this process firstly i'm trying to tell them wait my way of living is better than yours i'm better than you another way uh, is that i'm looking at myself and, and my ego is telling me that uh, he's trying to be like urja you're so much better than that person you know 10 points to you for being better than that person <laughs> who just bought a new smartphone <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know why i feel this way but yes it's sort of a protection this is where i'm acting in a place of fear and i need to bring in love is what you know i get it so we are actually attacking the other person we are reacting so i get it yeah okay peace of minds comes from not wanting to change others peace of mind comes from not wanting to change others but by simply accepting them as they are yeah true acceptance is always without demands and expectations this is the deepest thing on the on earth peace of mind i wonder why people need peace of mind because when you're too happy you're so excited and then you get sad because that's the point what goes up should come down but then there's another way of looking there is another way of life where you're both and you've made peace with it you've made peace with the ups and downs and you're so constant now that is i think peace of mind where you've accepted the fact that i'm happy today but i will there might be some new challenges that i might have to deal with so i might get happy unhappy and when i'm unhappy 
i i move with the fact that you know uh you know this is not going to be forever things are going to change eventually and uh, so this is peace of mind we're just accepting it and also another v- thing that we need to accept is that we cannot change uh, uh, other people we cannot change other things um i cannot change the way people look at me i can change myself and there's no point of thinking how other people perceive what they think of me uh, do they think i'm i uh, do i i don't know what they think of me and i shouldn't waste my time thinking of that and i cannot change it because it's their perception i cannot change someone else and i just accept things the without demands and expectations see here's the thing the things that we can control then that i can think about it but then i cannot control certain things i cannot control the number of people who are going to listen to this entirely i cannot control that but i can control myself by po- completing this podcast and posting it and my job is done so yeah what's in your control what's not in your control and this again again there's a concept of mindfulness that comes in picture is where i am asking myself before posting the video am i in i'm in con- what am i in control of and what am i not in control of every situation everything when someone s- speaks to me in a louder tone what am i in control of i'm in control of not speaking in the same tone the other person is speaking in or not interrupting that person when the other person is so determined to speak what i'm in not in control and i can control the way i look at this maybe that person is screaming at me for my own own thing maybe i have done this mistake so many times that the person is irritated now now maybe i will not do that mistake again this is a lesson for me so i will keep my mouth shut i will put my head down and walk away or i will i will say i will apologize and walk away or so this is being mindful and what is so this is in my control this these are the things that i can do what i cannot do is stop the person from screaming stop the person from doing whatever so again this comes to point where what's in and in not your control okay getting motivation leads to conflict and distrust and is associated with linear time motivation is such a tricky tricky thing i've i've realized when external things are motivating you you it doesn't go out for very long time it will last for a it's very very motivating like it's a very good movie very good movie i remember watching uh, whenever i watched the fight club the fight club is my favorite movie of all time i i become tyler durden i become the guy who doesn't need anything i become the guy be, like oh man if you not watched fight club eh, oh you're missing out on life uh yeah i mean i i i i'm crazy about the movie and when i look at the movie the entire day i'm tyler durden you know i cannot i cannot define tyler durden properly but then i am tyler durden and then the next day i'm not talented in i'm or just an ani and i'm you know i'm doing my same thing what i what i've been doing for many many years so yeah this motivation is a very very weird thing and i was reading in a book that internal motivation is basically is just you looking at proof you looking at data that is from your past see yeah i'm i'm talking about the positive experience here let's say you you used to paint in the past right you to ma- you used to make paintings in the past you've made two three people have appreciated your painting so you can say you're a decent painter okay now present this is probably in your childhood where someone has told you that you okay you're a good painter now in the present when i decide to paint i will not be that hesitant to paint because i have proof i have proof that 
when i was a child few people told me yes you are good paint- painting so i wouldn't be that hesitant whereas at the same time when i if i was a child and someone told me damn you cannot sing well and i have heard myself sing <laughs> and uh, if and i realize oh man i don't think i sing i cannot take the high notes i cannot take the low notes or sometimes i can not juggle between the two notes so i don't really understand music theory uh, also so i mean i've not really tried seriously but then i know like i have not been very consistent in trying so maybe music is not my thing i mean um that's what if if that thing has happened to you in the past where you've tried to learn an instrument you tried couple of instruments it didn't work out for you so now you have a thing like maybe i can m- music is not my thing i cannot concentrate on it i, I don't have the persistence to move forward so now you um you'll be hesitant to start try learning a new instrument so motivation is basically relying on the past data accumulate proof proof of the past uh, that's how you get motivated so what i have learned what i do is now is when i start something i finish it so like i started this book and i finished this book and now i know that okay if urja sanani decides to read a book and she gets interested in that book and it's providing her value then she will complete the book so this is a proof so now i am not so now i have no excuse for not completing books i have no excuse for leaving books halfway so it's very interesting it's it's just data analysis of the past and i'm talking about the the good 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 uh, experiences not the bad ones the bad ones uh, we should just forget and forgive uh giving means extending once love with no conditions no expectations and no boundaries peace of mind occurs therefore when we put all our attention into giving and no desire to get anything from or to change another person this giving motivation leads to sense of inner peace and joy that are unrelated to time i think this is just a summary of the entire book when we give we are extending we are expanding when we take we are compressing and that is not good we shouldn't compress we must expand our energies and we must have no conditions we should not be like if i do this then you need to do this for me like even in our subconscious mind i have this i i am being honest here if i have conditions when i say i do something for someone internally i hope and i know i i indicate to that person indirectly or in my subconscious mind i have it that this person owes me something if i've helped a person in any way so i'm expecting that person to help me back um this is not this is not good this is not love this is no we shouldn't have any conditions if i do something for a person that person is not obliged to help me back that person may not even recognize my efforts that person may not acknowledge my existence it's fine it's totally fine with me it's fine because i would have firstly when i did something good for that person i would have felt momentary joy because when you do good things you feel good second i would have gained confidence that i can help a person in this way let's say i hmm let's say that i cook one day so what has happened in this process there is no condition that now someone else has to cook for me back because i cook for this person second is i don't ex- so there's no expectations there is no expectation from that person to thank me for cooking there is no expectations for the person to appreciate the fact that someone has cooked for that person there's no there's no expectation for the person to even like what i have cooked for that person and yeah that is a very not concerned about the outcome but you're just doing your karma your 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 work you just do it and don't care about what's going to happen what has happened before 
what is going to happen you just do it wow this is good so this is where you're acting in a place of love peace of mind occurs when we put all our attention into giving yeah not expecting anything in return that's when you know you've 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 made it when you don't expect anything yeah and there is no desire to get anything from a person and also to change another person so this you have to just just say i have given up i do not want to change the person i cannot change the person just give up just give up totally and uh, life will change completely for you okay so yeah now this is an exercise mentioned in the book ask yourself the following questions in all circumstances private and interpersonal i think there are only two circumstances one is a private and there is an interpersonal interpersonal is where you are interacting with other human beings these are five questions that i found extremely helpful so i'm going to talk about them do i choose to experience peace of mind or do i choose to experience conflict so if you're having an argument with someone and most of the time when we are having an argument our egoistical mind will tell us i it is not your fault it's the other person's fault okay this is very common this is it's 100% it's going to happen this way now in this you ask yourself either i can do two things i can get offended and i can start the conflict by you know sort of uh convincing that person that that person is wrong or i'm trying to push that person down i'm trying to tell oh you are wrong and i'm right so i'm better than you or something like that i'm trying to sabotage that person or i can be like fine let the person complete what they have to say let me notice what they are saying are they saying the truth if they are not saying the truth then what is making them think that whatever they're saying is right let's say someone has accused me of lying and i i'm i'm sure that i would have not lied so now i'm instead of thinking oh let me scream at this person i choose to think why does this person think i'm lying have i done something have i lied to about this particular thing in the past also so that's why the person is assuming that i'm lying or or is there a proof matlab some no one will just accuse you of doing anything right so there must be some kind of a proof you must have lied in the past of the same same situation you must have lied in the past or you have don't you have not given that person enough you have not given that person doesn't have enough confidence on you so then you are thinking okay now how do i build that confidence with that person okay and yeah second question do i choose to experience love or fear third question do i choose to love finder or a fault finder when you're angry with yourself how do you react when you fail at something when you start something and you don't finish it when you give up when you say something okay you make a daily task list you make a to do list and you don't finish it by the end of the day you you sort of procrastinate you start watching a youtube video you start watching a movie so at the end of the day what do you do do you find out the small small good things that you did in the day you make a list of the good things or you find fault or you blame yourself for being lazy you criticize yourself you push yourself down that you say oh i'm like this only i cannot change things will never change i'm i'm hopeless person do you say these things or you say well today i made chapatis for dinner i meditated for 2 minutes i had a i went to the gym for an hour i drank water i probably made the bed when i woke up i going to i going to find the small good good things or you going to just find the faults do i choose to give love or to send love oh sorry love giver or love sender 
Hmm, I don't know what this means. Is this communication verbal or non-verbal? Loving to the other person and is loving to me. This is so so good. When you're communicating with yourself and with someone else, there are two kind of communications. One is the verbal one, and one is the non-verbal one. The non-verbal one is so important. When someone is screaming at you, you put your heads down and you listen to that person. Someone saying good things, you look them in the eye and you talk to them. Verbal, non-verbal communication is. I feel it's very important, and I try to pay very attention to this. So, what, however, you're communicating, you need to project love. That's what the person is saying. the p- The author has also given a list of words that we must avoid using. Impossible. This is impossible. you are impossible stuff like that this cannot happen only this is impossible this can never happen i can never do such things can't i use this so much this is my favorite word i can't do this try i will try to help you i will try to study this subject no 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 this is don't say try either you say will and i can limitations if only if only i had a beautiful face if only i had the best camera i could start a youtube channel this is what i have been telling myself for the past many many years but i can't do this but i can do that no 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 it's wrong however difficult ought to should words that place you or anyone in any category she is fat she is a minimalist she is an existentialist she is vegan any category it's a good category bad category who is there to tell she is a non vegetarian for a vegetarian this sentence might be putting that person in a bad category so this can be wrong any words that tend to measure i weigh this much kgs how much do you weigh i have this much marks how much marks do you have uske paas itne package hai tumhare paas kaun sa package hai evaluate you or other person i did i wrote this exam and i got I I had a very good experience. I did well. Uh, the person wrote the same exam and didn't get the same experience and didn't write it well, which means either I am better than the other person or if I have done bad, then the other person is better than me. Which is no, we shouldn't do these things. Any words that tend to judge. Why is this person different from I am? Why can't this person understand that being a minimalist is the only way to life? Why the person has so many stupid friends and spending time with stupid people? Or why this person is drinking and smoking? Don't judge. Just don't judge. Condemn you or someone else. I condemn myself more than I condemn other people, so I I would say just don't condemn yourself. Just be yourself. You are what you are. you can change yourself and create better data examples so that your future self could look at these examples and say ha ah, she can change herself so let's well you know so when we find ourselves irritated depressed every day i'm depressed so it's fine angry or ill we can be sure we have chosen the wrong goal and are responding to fear How do we know we are responding to fear because you are irritated you are depressed you are angry when we are not experiencing joy we have forgotten to make peace of mind our single goal and have become concerned about getting rather than giving i will repeat this because it's such a good um, point when we have when we find ourselves irritated depressed angry or ill we can be sure that we have chosen the wrong goal and are responding to fear 
when we are not experiencing joy we have forgotten to make peace with our minds and our single goal and have become has become concerned about getting rather than giving cool cool basically when you're depressed just say i'm doing something wrong how can i look at this situation in a different way yeah this is for me i really need to do that what we experience is a state of mind projected outwards okay i'll tell you what the sentence means if we are in a positive state we experience things to be positive your dirty shabby room becomes the room of wake up said you know you're just a creative person that's why my room is untidy when you are in a negative space that same room can become a very a place of a very lonely person so yes yes what we experience is a state of mind so when you're experiencing a negative emotion like what i said in the previous point when you're feeling angry that's your state of mind you are in a negative state of mind so i just be mindful about and changing the situation if our state of mind is one of well being love and peace that is what we will project and therefore experience i ha- i have lot of questions about projecting vibes projecting love projecting peace see we can do this i understand we can do this with the people we know people we interact with the da- daily basis is by paying attention to detail about their lives being interested in their personal lives being hope and pray that they do as well as you are doing everybody the collective goal should be to move everybody should move forward so that's why you come in a place of love because you know that person but how do you re- how do you project good vibes positivity even before you meeting the person i've seen this so many times where a person perceives me as a cold hearted person and you know very serious kind lord knows i'm a joker but most people perceive me as a very shy quiet quiet but very confident probably egoistical probably i don't know how they get these vibes from me very cold hearted very rational you don't know that i cry <laughs> so i i i've always wondered why people feel this way is and it's definitely what i've been projecting but how do you project good vibes to strangers people you've never met people probably online your online presence or people who've seen you is it the way you dress is it the way you smile i tried smiling guys i tried smiling like a lunatic in college remember smiling in the hallways that didn't help people thought i was a lunatic so i don't know how this projection part i'm very confused if our state of mind is filled with doubt fear and concerned about illness we will project this state outward yeah yeah i've seen this yeah yeah when we are when we are doubtful we project doubtfulness i think one thing is very interesting here is we f- we are we are in a negative space but we and we get comfortable with the fact that it's, it's we are in a negative space but then we forget this very important thing that what's going on in your mind is projected in the form of energy what goes on your mind is projected in the form of energy outward nothing is a secret if you're being negative you're being depressed you're being angry in your mind and you're thinking no one will get to know you are you're fooling yourself because everything gets converted to an energy form and that energy people the cool kids call it vibes if you are a very fearful person you have lot of anger you come from a place of jealousy and comparison and just measuring people you know in numbers that is projected out as energy as vibes this is something we don't see we feel oh whatever we are feeling inside of us is a secret no one knows the secret 
if we are angry it's we can i've seen people people smile but i know they're angry we get to know right they think they might be thinking nobody knows that i'm angry because i'm smiling i used to do that i used to, i was very fearful during the last few years in college very fearful very reserved i didn't want people to talk to me and i was just very scared and people people notice all that i thought this was a secret but no people notice these things they don't acknowledge it they don't give you sahanabhuti which i wanted didn't get anything which is again don't expect things from people they will only disappoint you i will not question anything that happens but accept it and see it where it takes me don't question things that have been given to you you're privileged you're privileged for the smallest privileges please don't question it it has happened it has happened let it be let's see what happens now in the future forgiveness means correcting our misconceptions misperceptions that the other person has harmed us see no one wants to harm the other person so when some you think that other person has wronged you this is your misconception because in terms of the other person they must have not harmed you i'm i can relate to the situation where a lot of people think i might have harmed them but to me i don't think that i have harmed them and then i don't know if they forgiven me but i have forgiven a lot of people for their wrong doings towards me even though for them in their point of view it is not wrong doing for uh, in their point of view but for me it was a big tragedy it was a breaking of my backbone <laughs> i don't know whatever but Yes this is forgiveness means correcting our misconception that the other person has harmed us experience in a peace when you let go of attachment to the past belief that someone is guilty and someone is innocent when you it's very interesting how i play out stories of my past but i am the bechari one and the other one is the bad person but if i went to that person of my past and i asked them i get into their mind maybe i'm the bad person maybe that person is also bechari in their their story so everyone's bechari in their loves their story so every experience we need to ex- we need to let go of these small stupid experiences that we hold so dear to us but in the long run pay, play no importance to us whatsoever today this is an oath okay today i choose to let go of all my past mis misperceptions about myself and others instead i will join with everyone and say i see you and myself only in the light of true forgiveness i see you and myself only in the light of true forgiveness this has crossed the one hour mark I am proud of myself for recording this long and there is so much so much to say about this There's one thing that I really liked I'm going to read that last one I am tempted to believe that I am upset because of what other people do or because of circumstances and events that seem beyond my control I am tempted to believe that i am upset because of what other people do someone has done something that's why i'm upset this person did this thing this person did x and i don't like x so i'm upset with that person or something has happened and it is beyond my control we may experience like anger jealousy resentment depression actually all of these feelings represent some form of fear that i am experiencing when i recognize that i always have a choice between being fearful or experiencing love by extending love to others 
आई नीड नो लॉन्गर टू बी अपसेट फॉर एनी रीजन आई मे एक्सपीरियंस बींग अपसेट एज सम फॉर्म ऑफ एंगर जेलेसी रिजेंटमेंट डिप्रेशन एक्चुअली ऑल दीज फीलिंग्स रिप्रेजेंट सम फॉर्म ऑफ फेयर दैट आई एम एक्सपीरियंसिंग वेन आई रेकग्नाइज दैट आई एम आई ऑलवेज हैव द चॉइस बिटवीन बींग फेयरफुल और एक्सपीरियंसिंग लव बाई एक्सटेंडिंग लव टू अदर्स आई नीड नो लॉन्गर टू बी अपसेट फॉर एनी रीजन सो दिस वॉज द लास्ट पॉइंट so we've crossed the one hour mark and i don't want to move in any longer for the first episode at least i have a lot of notes but then i just don't want to increase the length i don't know if people will listen towards the end so that's why i uh, hope you like this uh, this is a very very good book i really recommend this book uh, there's so much deep meaning in these words i i gave like i you know i rate my books that i read and i give this book a 5 on 5 stars so it's 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 a good book and uh, yeah that's it this is the end of the episode i hope you like it please like and subscribe uh, i will read more books and i will talk about more books i will talk about my personal life and i will try to just ex- express whatever i feel and my views hopefully you resonate with the same things that i do and we can become friends and then we'll meet and we'll go for we'll travel together maybe i'll dance at a wedding you'll name your first kid after me you never know friendships the only way you can reach me is by commenting i am not on any social media so please comment and i will find you trust me i'm very good at these things Thank you for listening till here. Thank you so much. Bye. Sayonara. See you in the next one.